Okay, good morning everyone. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the CBS Community Cradle of Summers in Philadelphia. Continuing with Derech Hashem, we're beginning the fifth and final parak in the third section of the Sefer. So this is a big milestone over here. You see Baruch Hashem. We're Baruch Hashem coming to a place of um, a of... Critical development in terms of the basic ideas that Ramchal wants to, you know, set forth to describe, set forth to explain, and set forth to, to present to us. So we have that Mirza Hashem, you know, in, in, in sight right now. Let's begin that parak now, the fifth and final parak in Chela Gimel. And Chela Gimel again was on the topic of Nebuah. And in this final parak in this section, Ramchal after having gone through the basics of what Navua is, how Navua works, what a Navi is, how a Navi becomes a Navi, how a Navi has to make sure to stay Navi, a false Navi, a true Navi, the Ramchal wraps up the discussion with characterizing and contrasting Navua as Maisha, the Navua of Maisha Rabbeinu, with the Navua of all the other prophets, and Maisha as a Navi, in contrast to all the other Navim. So this is where we wrap up the discussion. Let's see that right now. Perikei. On the topic of the difference between the Nevuah of all other prophets and that of Moshe Rabbeinu. So from the title of this parak, it sounds like he's making two categories. And the two categories are, all prophets are in one category, and Moshe is in another category. Two fundamentally different categories, that's what it sounds like from the title. And then Michal confirms that in the first paragraph, let's see, Aleph, Gimel, Hey, Aleph, Chele, Gimel, Perik, Hey, Simon, Aleph, Hine. Madregas HaNavua, Al Derech the different levels of Navua, to mistranslate that as prophecy, in a general sense, Yitzchakul time can be broken into two categories. There's two categories of Navua, prophecy, and the prophetic experience. Achas, one category, is Madregas Kol HaNavim, Chutzimimashrabeinu, the level and the functioning of Navua for everyone who is not Moshe. That's one category. The second category is the level of prophecy that Moshe reached. So it's interesting, there's Moshe is in one category, and everyone that's not Moshe is another category. And what the Ramachal... Two different categories. Category A is if you're not Moshe, and category B is if you are Moshe. And it's clear from the Ramachal that this is not, this is not a semantical difference. This is not just a filing difference, and this is a fundamental difference. Clear from the Ramchal that it's not the, just the shot that, you know, Moshe was here, and this Navi reached here, this Navi reached here, this Navi reached here, this Navi reached here, and Moshe got here. No, because then they're all in the same category. And we saw earlier, earlier in this section, that even within the Navi themselves, there's different levels of Navuah. You know, the Cheskel, Yeshaya, Yermio, and all the other Nevi'im that we've had for Klai Yisrael, the Ramchal tells us that everybody reached the same Madrig, the same station, the same level of prophecy, same level of experience. Within all Nevi'im, you have different rankings. And within all Nevi'im, you have a different level of that prophetic experience that they achieved and attained based on the Neshama. So it would be easy to say, well, Moshe is just one more rung up that ladder that's very clear what the Ramchal wants from the onset. Moshe's experience is fundamentally different. That's more of the same. Not more of the same, he's on a different ladder. He's in a different place, a different type of experience fundamentally. Ramchal is going to explain what, 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 what the difference is on a fundamental level. 
Vakarish Baruchu Baatz Mai Chilkam Bechiluk Zed. The Rebbeinu Shalaylam is the one that established these two categories. Ubira Hev Daylam Bekalsov. And the difference between these two categories we see in the pasuk it says Imiya Neviachem Hashem. If Hashem shall appoint prophets, this is when the Rebbeinu Shalaylam is chastising Aaron Miriam for speaking and receiving Lashon Hara about Moshe. This is in the end of Baha Aloisicha. We had it a few weeks ago. We know that. Miriam was saying Lashon Hara and Moshe. She overheard that Moshe had left his wife in order to maintain his status as a, as a prophet. And Miriam said, Hashem only speaks through Moshe. Hashem speaks with us too. And we don't have to take on such, you know, ascetic, such extreme, um, extreme um, behaviorisms, disrupting family life. That was Miriam's uh, argument, and this is uh, identified as Lashon Hara, and Hashem was swift in responding to Aaron and Miriam, and he told them, there is a difference between you and Moshe. Don't think that your prophecy is to be equated with that of Moshe Rabbeinu. There's, there is a, ba- a fundamental difference. And how does Hashem present that when he's speaking to Aaron and Miriam? Hashem says, If Hashem shall find a fitting to appoint other prophets, I appear to them in a vision or in a dream. That is not the case with Moshe Rabbeinu. And Ramchal saying that this idea that there are two drastically, categorically different types of prophecy and the prophetic experience. All of the Nevi'im and Moshe, that that distinction is established by none other than Hashem himself in an explicit pasuk in Baha'u'llah. Hashem is making it clear that there's two different types of prophets. And that was, that was Hashem's response to Aaron and Miriam. Don't equate yourselves with Moshe. So Hashem A is the first one that's establishing these two categories. And B, Hashem is telling us the definitional difference between the two categories. What makes them two, two different experiences fundamentally. Now Hashem is, 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 is referring to it seems right now that the medium. With all of the prophets, it's Bimarez through a vision or Bachaloim Laila through a dream. Moshe's experience of prophecy is not through a vision, not through a dream. What does that mean? How do we explain that, explore that, and understand that in our own layman's terms? Sir Amchal continues, let's move on. Base. Sir Amchal is going to explain to us what the difference is between the Mara and the Chaloim Nevuah and non Mara and non Chaloim, us and Moshe. So we start with us. Us meaning prophets that are not Moshe. Everyone who's not Moshe. The rule and the bottom line with all the prophets outside of Moshe, everyone who's not Moshe, category A. <clears throat> Their prophetic experience is coming through a vision or through a dream. What does that mean? What does that mean? They never saw What? They never saw him. Hashem. And Moshe saw Hashem? Moshe also didn't see Hashem. No one can see Hashem. So what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean that they, it, for them it's a vision, with Moshe it's not a vision? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, what's that supposed to mean? Hashem to communicate with the Navi, if you're not Moshe, is utilizing the dream activity that's already part of our functioning. It's wired into us, part of how we function, part of how our mind, our mind um, 
absorbs and experiences information is through what's called a dream experience. Okay, we have different levels that the mind functions on, different levels that the mind is able to process, field, and absorb information. And one of those levels that the mind works on is what's called the dream level. It's a different functioning of the intelligence. Is that the train system that we're going to? Yes. Yes, very good. Let's see that right now. The dream state, and again, it's not the dream state as much as it's the dream functioning of the intellect, of the seichel. That's there to be a medium. To relay the prophecy to the Navi. In other words, it has to be relayed into his intelligence, into his mind, absorbed by by the essence of the Navi, which is his seichel, which is his intellect. That's That's who he is, and that's where he is, and that's what absorbs information. So that is the medium of his mind, his seichel, through which Hashem will use to, again, to transmit and relay the Nebuah to. Veloi, shalabu v'chaloi mimun echad. That doesn't mean the prophecy is a dream. The Ramachal is very careful to qualify this. Don't misunderstand me. It's very easy to misunderstand the Ramachal's words. He's not saying that prophecy is a dream. It's not a dream. Not the pshat that, you know, um, the same way we can dream about flying, we can dream about driving cars, we can dream about flying cars, we can dream about driving flying cars, we can dream about all kinds of things, and maybe I'm also dreaming the prophecy, it's just a dream, a dream that I had. No, no, that's not what I mean. I don't mean that prophecy is a dream. He's saying a very dacastic word over here, a very delicate and fine-tuned idea. What he's saying is, the dream state is the ideal state for Hashem to use for the prophecy, the information that the Navi absorbs during the Navuah to be relayed back into his mind. For th- that level of thinking, that level of seichel. In other words, again, it's what we said when we began this paragraph. That the mind operates on different levels. There's different levels that my seichel operates on. There's my seichel when I'm in a conscious state, and there's my seichel when I'm in a subconscious, a dream state. And the Rebbeinu Shalaylam is bonding with, being misdabbing with, and accessing and relaying information to the chaloim seichel of the Navi. His seichel that, that is on that more detached, more disassociated dream state. Veloy Amruzal, I says Ramchal, you're gonna you're gonna argue back to to support your misunderstanding that what again the Ramchal is afraid that we're gonna understand what he means to say is that oh I guess so the prophecy is just is just a dream you dream the prophecy can the Ramchal saying that's not the word and you might bring a Gemara and brachas to support yourself what does the Gemara say well no Gemara Chaloim Echem Mishishim Benavu everyone knows this Gemara that a dream is one sixtieth of prophecy. So, ah, the dream is 160. The prophecy, the prophecy is just a, 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 a dream with 60 times intensity. Says Ramchal, no, the Gemara does not support this idea. It's not what the Gemara means. All the Gemara means is that the same way prophecy, nevuah, the information that's beamed to me, that, that I receive when I'm bonding with Hashem, is information that's above and beyond any information I can glean and gain down here. It's supernatural information. It's supernatural um, uh, foretelling and forecasting of, of the future. So, dream also has one sixtieth of that pro- of, of that property 
of giving me supernatural information, information that I can't be privy to, otherwise that I can't access otherwise. That's what the Gemara means. Not that the experience is one sixtieth of the Navu experience, not on an experiential level, the two totally different things, but it just means on an informational level, a dream is, is one sixtieth of the foretelling and forecasting experience that you get through Navua. Um Lamala as we wrote earlier. Okay, so what the Ramchal is saying, and he's saying things that he's saying, and he's saying things that he's not saying. What's he not saying? He's not saying that a dream is just a low-level form of prophecy. No, dreams and prophecies are two different things. And that makes sense to us because, again, a dream, yes, it's true, my, my seichel has detached a little bit, and it can bump into things, but it's not bumping into Hashem, it's not having zvekas with Hashem, and not bonding with God. Nevuah is when my seichel bonds with God. My neshama detaches and rises, transcends to the point that it can have dveikas with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's receiving information from the Rebbeinah Shalalim's or from Hashem's iris, from Hashem's pure concentrated light, not from other, you know, beings and 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 sentient creations that may be sharing information with me. That's dreaming. Prophecy is something different altogether. That's why dream is not 160 the prophecy. Uh, it's two different experiences, but in terms of the fact that the dream, again, can send my way glimpses into the future, it's one sixtieth of, of, of the supernatural information you get through the Nevuah. Um, what then is the comparison between the Nevuah and the Chaloim, as Hashem tells Aaron and Miriam, Bachaloim Laila Adaberboy, I speak to all other prophets outside of Moshe through a dream, it means through the dream Seichel, my dream intellect. And let's now explain a little bit better and try to take that a little further, what that means, dream intellect and non-dream intellect. We, as people, you know, our essence, our core, is our seichel, our minds, our intelligences, our intellects. That's the core of who we really are. That's the essence of our persona. Um, and that's the, the, where the neshama shows up. The neshama bonds and links with the, the intelligence. That's where the lowest part of my neshama shows up, is in my seichel, is in my mind. And that connects to to from there to my physicality. But I'm really in my mind. I'm really, you know... Where we exist is in our mind. Some people exist out of their mind, perhaps. But who we are, our essence, is our seichel. A navi's job is to receive and transmit and share information. How do we transmit information? How do we communicate? We communicate by grasping clear ideas and sharing clear ideas. Understanding with clarity and sharing with clarity. That's how we all communicate with each other. Understanding wrapping our heads around something with clarity as much as we can, and trying to explain with clarity it's all functions of the seichel of the intelligence. We have different levels of seichel. There's the seichel that we have in our awakened conscious states, where we can really, if we if we put aside all the distractions, put our smartphones in a different room, turn off our ringers, tell our secretary to hold all calls, no one's allowed to disturb us, Shabbos Kodesh, when a person really wants to, he can be super super focused in his seichel, super focused in his intelligence, super focused in terms of the clarity that he's grasping the state, the, the information, and, and how he's sharing it. He can clear his mind of all the clutter. So when we're talking about communicating down here, there's nothing as clear and as sharp as our conscious mind. Our conscious mind grasps things with clarity, with analysis, with logic, and it's able to chop up ideas with a razor-edged um, 
simidar of logic. When we're in a dream state, also our intelligence is, fu- is, is functioning, our seichel, but it's a different level of intelligence. It's more detached. It's kind of floating around a little bit more. And everyone knows when you're in a dream-like state, the rules of logic kind of get a little bit groovy. They get a little bit shaky. They get a little bit slippery. And we're certainly not on our, uh, on, on the, at, at our, um, top level performance at, you know, at, at the best of our game in terms of our logical thinking and analysis when, when we're dreaming. We perceive things, we get things, we absorb things, but not nearly to the same degree of clarity that we can absorb ideas as when we're awake. Because we're using a more detached kind of seichel. We're using a more floating, free-floating kind of seichel. We're using a, 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 a dream seichel, and the dream seichel is the seichel that's a little bit more detached from logic. It's not as grounded. You know, things are slippery, things are shaky, and that's why always, always, when you wake up from a dream, the dream begins to fade. The dream is slippery because the dream itself was something that was being perceived by a, a mind, an intelligence, that's a little more slippery. We have different levels of seichel. Um, most of our memories from our childhood are not vivid memories. Maybe you can have you can have a handful, at best, of memories from you know when you were three, four, five that are vivid. Most of our memories of our childhood are grainy, you know, loose memories. Sometimes more of even emotions and feelings than of events. You know, I think I, I imagine all of us can reach back, dig deep down into the closet of memories and and, and uh, come up with memories that we have of our childhood. But childhood memories are always more slippery. They're always not as lucid, not as vivid. And not just because they're dusty, not just because Baruch Hashem, B'li and her were getting older. Not because of that only. But one of the the main reasons why our childhood memories are never as clear and lucid as our adult memories or teenage memories is because these are memories of events that were experienced by a child who did not have such clear, lucid intelligence yet. It's a seichel. The seichel of a child is similar to the seichel that we have when we're dreaming. It's a seichel that's not developed. It's a seichel that's not refined. It's an intelligence and an intellect that's just a little shaky and loose and slippery. As such, the experiences are not as clear, and therefore the memories of those experiences are not as clear. And most of the time, what we remember from our childhood are just snapshots, emotions, feelings, and once in a while, yeah, some, uh, an event that was so profound, let's say, traumatic or, or intense, that we will have maybe more vivid, lucid memories of. But generally, you know, it's memories of, 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 um, of states of existence. And at best, you know, these grainy, fuzzy memories. And the fuzziness is not just because, again, those memories are getting old and dusty and we're getting older. The fuzziness is coming inherently from the fact that they were formulated and formed by a child whose mind was not so developed yet. That is the mind that we have when we're in a dream state. It's a more immature mind. It's a less developed mind. It's a mind, it's a seichel that is less logical. And that's why when we wake up, dreams begin to fade because we're trying to take it and relay it to a mind, a seichel, which is razor sharp and and analytic and, um, and, and clear and vivid and lucid. And you're trying to transfer over you know, perceptions and experiences from the dream state, the dream mind, into the waking mind. Two different seichels. And even if 
Even if you don't look at the window when you wake up, the dreams are going to be fuzzy. The dreams are going to be slippery because they are being relayed from one type of thinking to another type of thinking. Yes? So our memories are tied, tied to our seichel? Yeah. Memories are tied to seichel. Stored in the seichel. So <laughs> if you don't remember, you don't have any seichel. <laughs> if you don't remember, then your seichel is... Uh, Your seichel is a little. Uh, that makes sense if you think about old slippery. Times, God forbid, if you think about old times, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's see one more. Let's let's see one more ice before we break for today, just to put a lot of things together. So now returning to your standard navi, everyone who's not Moshe. When a navi receives navua. Yatsa yitzay mehar gashosav v'chushav v'ishtakeh k'may b'sheina. So you were talking about who is not Navi. No, we're talking no, about two. No, no, everyone. No, 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 yes. A, a regular, everyone who's not Moshe. Okay, now we're talking about Moshe. No, 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 not yet. We're still talking about all the other Navi. Oh, okay. We're talking about, we went to, drifted over to dreams, and now we're coming back from dreams to all other prophets, because Hashem says that with all other prophets, I speak to them through a dream. The Ramchal is coming to explain to us what it means to that he, Hashem speaks to them through a dream. So, when Hashem shares and sends prophecy to a prophet he again leaves all his senses behind all his feelings behind all his perceptions behind and he enters into a sleep-like state his thought process at a time when he's in the, in, in, in the state of Nevoah his seichel is unhinged his seichel is detached and the intelligence, the seichel that he is using during the Navu state is the dream seichel. The seichel that is less logical, the seichel that is less clear, the seichel that is less sharp, that is less lucid and less vivid. Because he had to leave most of him behind, he's also have, he has to leave behind the seichel that functions down here. The intelligence that operates down here, the intelligence is very clear and lucid and vivid. He has to leave that behind. When the Navi is in the state of Navua, he is using the dream seichel, that's the only seichel that he can use. Va'az timashech lo'i nevuah. Through that seichel is how he receives his prophecy. Va'amnam. So that's why, so therefore it's not going to be as clear. It's not going to be as clear because he's using a different type of seichel. Everyone knows that when you're dreaming, things are weird, things are fuzzy, things are slippery, and things are not perceived in the same way because our intelligence is not functioning the same way. So that's again, hence when I wake up, these things begin to fade. Va'amnam. This Navu experience doesn't have to wait for him to Afka to be asleep. In other words, again, it's not the Pshat that Navu is a dream. He can have this experience even when he's awake, even when he's conscious. Hashem will still communicate to him even when he's conscious. It doesn't have to require him going to sleep, but the but but the tr- the trance and the meditative state that he enters is one in which the only intelligence and seichel that he has functioning at that point is the chaloim, the dream seichel. Certainly he can also receive a nevuah when he's asleep through a dream. That could happen, but it doesn't have to be within a dream. In any case, though I'll call upon him, in, in, in any case, the, the common denominator is for all other prophets that are not Moshe, is whenever he receives prophecy, is only going to be only once he's left his senses behind and he's immersed in that trance. Amnam. 
and, and again, in that trance in which the only intelligence that's functioning is the dream intelligence. That's where he receives the the, the nevuah. Um, it can happen momentarily. You can have a momentarily momentary thirty seconds. What do they call it? A, a, how do you pronounce that word? Fugu? Fugu? Fugi? F u g u e. Momentary like blackout. I'm not sure how you pronounce that word. Fuge? I don't know. If someone out there in the fuge. F u g u e. You get that's like. Like a momentary tr- trance-like state that can be very, very quick. It can happen. It can be a matter of a few seconds. They can suddenly enter it. The Yosh will take out of Matzav and then he'll snap back out of it and he'll say, "I just received prophecy from God." But during those few seconds, again, Elisheis Hinaboy, whenever he's receiving that prophecy, he is going to leave his senses and perceptions behind. You won't be able to talk to him. You won't be able to get his attention. Snap his fingers in front of his face. You won't see him. His eyelids will be fluttering upwards. His eyes will roll back and he won't be aware of anything even if the, for the, if the duration is only a few seconds. He will be momentarily in this trance till he receives and finishes receiving the Nebuah. That's when he returns back to consciousness down here. Okay, so that is Alf, Bez, and Gimel in quick succession. And the bottom line is with the Ramchal is establishing is there's multiple levels of thought, multiple levels that the seichel functions in. There's seichel called chaloim seichel, dream seichel, which is not as sharp, not as clear. That's the seichel that is being utilized during a nevuah. That's why nevuah will always be inherently unclear and have have a certain fuzziness for the navi because that's the only level he can receive the nevuah because he has to leave all of his physicality behind, including the seichel of that's linked to the physicality, which is the seichel of lucidity, the seichel of clear perception. He leaves that behind as well. Good, we'll stop over here and we'll continue with Hashem tomorrow with Dalad.